Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. 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 Well, I believe I have a word for you all tonight. And I pray that he will to convey the message as he intends and that it would be a tremendous blessing to you all. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, well, in previous weeks, we've been talking about faith. And so no surprise, today we shall continue to talk about faith. And I want us to touch on today a slightly different aspect or aspect of faith. Um, I wanted us tonight to look at the life of Abraham and to hopefully glean some principles from the life of Abraham that we can apply into our walk of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to start in Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. We're going to start in verse 1. And this is, uh, of course, a very well-known scripture to many of us. So I will read there verse 1. It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee. Make thy name great. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. This is the great blessing of Abraham that many of us are and, uh, you know, every now and then when I study it, sometimes I like to, you know, when I study the Bible, sometimes I like to put myself in that position. And I think, you know, if the Lord came and gave me this kind of promise, I feel like I would rest in this for a while. I know because you be like, are you sure that I will be blessed, a blessing to every family? You know, the word of God is very precise. There is no vain word in the scriptures. God says what he means and he means what he says. So here when he says, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. He meant all families of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. So now just laying a foundation. So now this is the beginning. This is the beginning. This is kind of a first recorded encounter between Abraham and the Lord. And he gives him this magnificent promise. How wonderful. Gives him this magnificent promise. 
when you think about the fact that Abraham appealed to this by faith, you realize this is a mighty promise. This is this is essentially the impossible. Hallelujah. Now I want us to look at Hebrews chapter eleven. Another scripture we are very familiar with. Hebrews chapter eleven. We'll look first in verse one. If you are there, say amen. 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 Hebrews eleven verse one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For it, for by it the elders obtain a good report. Hallelujah. By it, faith, the elders obtain a good report. And then if you go on to verse 8, you see that Abraham is one of such elders. In fact, we know him as the father of faith. In verse 8, it says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive from an, for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Hallelujah. It also even goes on to show the faith of Sarah. Hallelujah. So we see here, in Genesis we looked and we saw a magnificent promise. And here in Hebrews, we are seeing that Abraham obtained a good report by faith. In other words, he saw this thing through to the end. And the Lord's testimony about him, the Lord's impression of him is that he did well. He obtained a good report by faith. Hallelujah. So oftentimes, we are taught about the life of Abraham. Usually, it kind of stops there. We are usually talking about the magnificent blessing, and we are talking about how that Abraham is the father of faith, and how that he finished strong, and he's in the hall of faith here in Hebrews 11, and he obtained a good report. So we see the beginning, and we see the end. And tonight what I want us to do is delve a little deeper into the middle. Tonight I want us to look at the journey of faith. The journey of faith. And I want us to glean a little bit from Abraham's life. What did he do? Maybe what was his attitude? What were some principles he lived by? Or some encounters? I wanted to delve into that, deeper into that tonight so that we could glean from that and apply it to our own faith walk. Apply it to our own faith journey. For we know it's a journey. We know that Genesis 12, verse 2 and 3, where the Lord is promising all these things to Abraham, 
and then Hebrews 11 verse 8 didn't happen overnight. In between there was a journey. Hallelujah. Yes. And so I want us to look a little bit at that tonight. And I had planned that we would go through a lot of different things, go through a lot of the different stories in Abraham's life and dig a little deeper. But the Holy Ghost impressed a couple of things, just a couple of things that I want to share tonight. So we won't go too far. In the same Genesis 12, let's start now, let's read on from verse 4 to verse 7 and see something here. So I'll read from Genesis 12, verse 4. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. <laughs> that in itself is a message. Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. That itself is another message. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sichem, unto the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto him, Abram, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. Hallelujah. I want us to focus in and to zoom in on that verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto him, Abram, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And then Abram did something. There builded he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. Hallelujah. So the first principle I want to talk to us tonight is build altars. In your journey of faith, build altars. What is an altar? An altar is a portal where heaven meets earth. Your altars will be portals where heaven meets earth. It will be permanent structures. Now, in that day, obviously, Abraham was building physical altars. But now we are talking spiritual things. Altars will be permanent structures, edifices you erect in your heart around the encounters you have through your journey of faith with the Lord. Your encounters with God when He will share with you His Word, when He will intimate to you revelations about those things He has in store for you, when He makes promises to you, when you experience His presence or you experience His power, 
when you see him manifest in your life and in your circumstances, build altars around those moments. Build altars in those moments. Those moments in your faith journey, they will be portals where heaven met earth. They will be portals where heaven met earth. They are your places and your seasons of encounter. They are places of remembrance. Places of remembrance. Your altars are places that you will come back. You will come back to almost like a wedding. You know, you have a wedding and it's highly ceremonialized and it's very, very significant. And you come back to it every year as an, to an anniversary where you remember fondly. So also, an altar is a place you come back to. You come back to meet with the Lord. You come back to be grateful. You come back to remember His word, His promise to you, and to remind Him as well of His promise. So throughout your faith journey, build altars. These altars will be places of victory and testimony. Hallelujah. There will be altars of victory and testimony. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Abram, throughout his walk, he built altars. He built altars in special places where he encountered the Lord, in places where he received the word of God, in places where the Lord manifested himself, in places where he dwelt. He, dwelt. he built altars. He built altars. Altars in your faith journey will serve as beacons of light. They will serve as beacons of light. They will not only light the path behind you, but you see, the, the life and the faith, the life and the journey of faith is not a linear path. It is not a linear path. It is cyclical. Hallelujah. It is cyclical. Amen. Everything's in season. And seasons cycle back around. So your faith journey is cyclical. So as you establish these altars, these beacons, they will not only light up the way behind, but they will also light up the way ahead. Hallelujah. They are, they are almost as if like single Christ. The author of your faith behind and the finisher of your faith ahead. Hallelujah. Amen. Build altars. Build altars. You know, for example, let's say when you were 16 years old, you had a dream or something, an encounter with the Lord. And maybe in that experience, admitted to you some things he was going to do with your life. Gave you these wonderful revelations, gave you promises, told you things to come. At that moment, you were so excited. 
you were so excited, you were jumping, you were shouting, you were praying, you know. Your heart was so full of hope, and you were so full of hope for what lied, what laid ahead, what was in store. But when we don't establish those experiences and those encounters as altars in our hearts that we come back to often and that we keep in our remembrance, altars in our hearts where we come and we remind the Lord of promises to us and we also are reminded of his promises to us. Altars in our hearts where we return to the confidence we had when the Lord spoke and we return to the victories and the testimonies that we that we saw that the Lord did in those times. What happens is after a while life happens. So after that went back to school, you went on to college, you graduated, you got a job, now you're pursuing a career, you're moving forward in your career, you get married, you have children, life happens. And the, the tears of life become almost as dust, gather almost as dust. And unless those altars are living and active in your heart, they will grow dim. They will grow dim. And soon it will be like you can't see them anymore. You can't see them anymore. Those beacons of light no longer light the path. It is not clear which direction you ought to go. It is not clear where you are headed. You can't even see from whence you came. Those promises that the Lord gave many years ago have been forgotten. Yeah, and the danger, the danger is that as time goes on, the altars that were supposed to bolster us because we established altars with these and those altars that were supposed to light our path are there. They're not there. So often, so sometimes we come to experiences, we come to circumstances, and we've forgotten the Lord who got us out the last time. We've forgotten the extraordinary strategist who took us, who got us out of a bind the last time, who delivered us the last time, who gave us victory the last time. Hallelujah. We forget the promises that He gave us. And we fall into the risk of hurting. Hallelujah. And that brings me to principle number two. It brings me to principle number two. And it is instilled in the same Genesis 12. And now we just go to verse 8. In verse 8, in the Bible says, And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east, and there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Amen. The next thing I want us to talk about tonight is pitch tents. Pitch tents. In your faith walk and in your faith journey, pitch tents. Why do we pitch tents? Because you realize that you are in a journey. You realize that you are on your way to the promise. You have not yet arrived. So you pitch tents. Tents are temporary. They are temporary places. Tents are passing through places. Places you must pass through in your journey. Tents are places of testing in your faith journey. Tents can be places of weight in your faith journey. But they must be just that. Tents. When you have received the promise of God and you embark on the journey of faith, you will have tent pitching places. Tent pitching experiences. Tent pitching circumstances. They are not to be the end, and they are not to be places of sex. But there are places that simply pitch ends in your heart for a season. So Abraham, in his faith journey, as he traveled and as he moved around, and as he continued his walk with the Lord, he pitched tents. And the mistake that sometimes we make as believers is we are pitching or we are building fortresses and castles where we should be pitching. We are settling even before we have gotten to the promise instead of pitching tents. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord is saying unto us, pitch tents. On your way to the promise, pitch tent. When you pitch your tent, like Abraham did, when you pitch your tent, build an altar there too. In your faith journey, you know, many of us are going to have tent experiences in various facets and various forms. Either you might be working at a particular place and you've been living in your career, you know, and then you get to a certain point and they say, sorry, this is as far as you can go. This is as far as you can go. To go here, you are not qualified. Hallelujah. Or maybe they say, you know, this particular position, this particular station, we only give to Harvard MBA. Or they will say, no, 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 your, your educational background or your work experience is not neat for this level. Hallelujah. And sometimes we receive the, that, those reports and we own it. In our hearts, we own it. We build fortresses and castles. And we say, oh, I'm finished. 
We start to lament, oh, I wish I had studied this instead of that. Oh, I wish I had gotten another PhD. Oh, I wish I had gone here instead of there. No, 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 no. Don't build a fortress there. Don't build a castle there. Pitch a tent. It is only temporary. Pitch a tent. You pitch your tent. You build your altar. The altar that you build there will soon become another portal where heaven touches earth and you will be left with victory and a testimony. And then that altar will become another beacon, another marker in your journey of faith that will continue to light your path as you move forward. Hallelujah. So when that report comes, you remember from your altars, your previous altars that you have kept alive in your heart. You remember the word of the Lord to you. You remember the promises he gave you. You remember the victories. You remember the testimonies. You remember and your faith is bolstered. Your faith has been strengthened from tent to tent and from altar to altar so now when you receive this report you don't build a fortress here and give in to the limitation or think that this is the end and settle no you pitch a tent you build an altar hallelujah you build an altar on that altar you put your sacrifice of praise and you bring your sacrifice of worship And you put your incense of prayer. And those will rise to the Lord. Hallelujah. They will rise to the Lord. And the Lord will smell the fragrance of your worship and of your prayers. And the angels will gather it in bowls of incense. And in due season. Thank you Lord Jesus. In due season. For this is only but it is but a tent pitching experience. In due season, the Lord will have the angels pour all of that back onto the earth. They shall pour it back into your tent place. And when it hits your tent, you will see lightning and you will hear thunder. Hallelujah. You will see the lightning and you will hear the thunder and you will be left on your altar with victory in the name of Jesus. With victory and a testimony. Hallelujah. You will be left on your altar with victory and a testimony. I love this song. It says, and there is lightning and thunder, miracles and wonders, the sound of many waters, heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That shall be the story of your tents and your altars. When you pick your tents and you build your altars, it shall become a portal where heaven meets earth. Amen. And you will be left with victory and the testimony in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So all of a sudden, the qualifications you had to have are no longer required. (laughs) Hallelujah. All those who are so qualified, all of a sudden, are nowhere to be found. 
that position that didn't exist all of a sudden is open. Hallelujah. You step into Amen. it. You establish your altar. You pack up your tent and you continue your journey towards promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't settle. Don't build a fortress there. Don't say, oh no, this is as far as I can go. Hallelujah. Maybe the doctor gives you a bad report. And they say, we're so sorry. This one, we have no cure. Don't build a fortress there. Don't build a castle there. Don't say, oh no, I'm finished. Oh, you said there, you know, I'm so thankful for the time that the Lord gave me. I'm so grateful for the people he has allowed me to touch. I'm so thankful that the Lord is faithful and he will take care of my children. Yes, all those things are true and they are wonderful. But no, you think back to the altars and the tents. Hallelujah. You think back to the victories and the testimonies. You think back to the promises of God. Hallelujah. You think Amen. back to the times when he got you out before. You think back to the times when they said it was impossible and he did it before. Oh, Jesus. You are reminded of his word that came to you and you remind him of his promises to you. Mm. Those promises reveal to you that, no, this can't be the end. Because this is not the place where God promised you. Mm-hmm. This was not the end God showed me. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this must mm-hmm. be another tent teaching experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. This must be another tent pitching experience. So you take the doctor's report. Don't settle there. Simply pitch your tent. Oh, it's temporary. Hallelujah. Pitch your tent. Amen. Mm-hmm. Build your altar. <laughs> mm. Meet your God at the altar. Mm. Put on it your sacrifices of praise, your sacrifices of worship, your incense of prayer. Hallelujah. And you will be left at the end of it with lightning and thundering. <laughs> and you go back mm. and the doctor will say, we can't find the cancer. We don't know what has happened. We can't find it. They will say the growth is gone. We don't understand. Hallelujah. They will say Amen. the virus cannot find any trace. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Mm. Ah, Jesus. And then your altar will be established. Another mm. portal where heaven touched earth. Mm. Hallelujah. In due season, you will pack up your tent and continue your journey towards promise. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Build altars, pitch tents. Oh, thank mm. you, Jesus. Build altars, mm. pitch mm. tents. Mm. Build altars, pitch tents. Mm. Mm. When the Lord, when you encounter the Lord, and this is why we meet every week, we call this encounter. With every encounter, your faith will be bolstered. Your confidence in the Lord will increase. You will have account after account, testimony after testimony. They will layer one upon another 
until your faith is so huge and your faith is large and your faith is in charge and your faith is strong and your faith is unwavering that you can be as Abraham was pregnant with mm. the impossible and not have doubt contractions you can come to the place where you are pregnant with the impossible promises of God and be <laughs> able to see them till they are birth mm. hallelujah amen the promises of the Lord they will form a vision in your heart and when you apprehend them you build them they are set as altars in your heart places of remembrance places of victory places of testimony places places of communion and fellowship with the Lord and as those altars mount they will give light to the path of your journey and then you will come to tent pitching places tent pitching places places where you will wait on the Lord places where you have to pass through places where you will be tested but they are all temporary they are all temporary on your way to the promise hallelujah Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. These are principles that we must be aware of and principles we ought to live by as we journey in, the, in our faith walk. As we journey in our faith walk. You know, as I was studying this, there's something that I noticed that I thought was rather interesting. And I want to show it to you guys. There was something rather interesting. Uh, just before Genesis chapter 12, so just a couple of verses back. And I've read this scripture many, many times, but for some reason, this was the first time I noticed this. So if you look at Genesis chapter 11, verse 31, it says, And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haram, his son's son, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees. Okay, so they were leaving Ur of the Chaldees to go where? To go into the land of Canaan. So they left Ur of the Chaldees and they were going to the land of Canaan. Well now look at the next thing. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. They came unto Haran and dwelt there. On their way to the land of Canaan, they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And in the next verse you see, And the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Amazing. Amazing. Huh. I wonder if Haran was simply supposed to be a tent pitching place. Because funny enough, then you get into the, chap the verse 12, and the, 
And then in, in the chapter 12 there, in the verse 1, it says, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Now, so Terah his father dies in Haran, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. So he asked him to leave Haran. To go where? The same land of Canaan. And then verse 7 is where he appears unto him and says, This is the land I will give thy seed for an inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't build fortresses and settle in places that are meant to be tent-pitching places. Hallelujah. Hold fast to the promise of God and continue your journey until you arrive at the promised land. But on your way, you will encounter tent-pitching places. Circumstances, experiences, seasons of waiting, where you pitch your tent and you build your altar. And in those seasons, you will encounter the Lord. You will receive victory. You will have a testimony. Your faith will be bolstered. The path will become clearer. And then you pack up your tent and continue your journey to the land of promise. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And last but not least tonight, before we go... I want us to see something back in Hebrews 11. Going back to Hebrews 11. Going back to Hebrews 11. Verse 32. And tonight I believe that this is the word of the Lord unto us. This is the the encouragement of the Lord unto us. This is what the Lord sees when he sees us. An end that shall be of victory. Hallelujah. Verse 32. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained Mm. promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the Mm. edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of aliens. Women, Women received their dead raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Each and every one of us, members of faith generation, so shall our testimony be in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you. And the Lord has made too great an investment in your life. 
Amen. And he will see it to completion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord will give you altar moments. Amen. Amen. Altar moments. Amen. He will cement moments of victory. He will show you a revelation of things to come. He will show you the hope and the promises of where he's taking you in the name of Jesus. And they shall be placed in your heart as altar moments. And from altar to altar and from tent to tent, your faith shall work strong. Your faith shall work strong. And every God you carry, you shall see to the end in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There shall be no abortion of the promises of God for your life. Amen. Hallelujah. You will pitch tents and not settle for anything less than the promises Amen. of God for your life. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Build altars. Each tent. Build altars. Remind yourself of the victories that the Lord has brought you through. Remind yourself of the to you. Remind yourself of the victories. Hallelujah. Amen. As temporary places. Recognize your tent places. Your temporary seasons and come out of them in victory. Nothing less than the fullness of God. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, tonight, why don't we just spend some time and thank the Lord? And just thank worship him. and thank him for such a wonderful word. Thank him for the victories that will be won in your life. Man, that I was and the king, 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 that I was and the king